Hey guys, welcome back to Sealing the Podcast. I know it's been a little bit since I've recorded an episode or published one, um, but that's because we've been in this process of moving and then and a bunch of other things. I've been going through this therapy and, and a bunch of self-reflection and introspective looks at, at who I am and what's going on in my life and where we're at in our relationship with God and the last episode we talked about God's love for us and how he just constantly pursues it and how pumped that still makes me right like I, I still go back and listen in fact I preached that on a, on a Sunday at church and it still gets me pumped up thinking about how much he still pursues us and this week I wanted to think about something else but God's really laid on my heart hurt lately and that is um self-reflection right because even though God is willing to continuously continuously pursue us and relentlessly pursue our, our that relationship with us and give us chance after chance after chance and he's going to provide spaces for us to rest and he's going to provide spaces for us to do things that we may not always want to do he does also give us times where he's testing us and he's refining us and he's putting us through those fires and and he's pulling out all the junk out of our lives and he's constantly doing this right he's constantly testing us and putting us through fire and bringing us out and giving us something new to work on right and the first that stuck out to me as i was thinking about this is actually proverbs 27 19 and it says as in water face reflects face so the heart of man reflects the man. Now, when I started doing some research on the verse, I was looking through this commentary. It's kind of this book of book of Psalms and book of Proverbs commentary. And it's got a little, little blurb about it. And in it, the author McCain says, The condition of one's heart is reflected in what one says and does. The wise can discern a neighbor's secret secret purpose this way. In addition, it is through introspection, through self-examination and depth, that a man acquires self-knowledge. And that's part of what our relationship is, right? And that's part of being a Christian, that's part of being a follower of Jesus, that's part of worshiping God in this last week um, we've moved to Chicago in the last month and in this last week we've been going to these chapels and a lot of self-reflection has been needed and one thing that I struggle with now more than anything is anxiety um, and I found it's, it's anxiety over not having control of things. It's anxiety of letting go of some control. Um, and for me, when I think of this verse, when I think of the main part isn't, isn't the, as in water face reflects water, but it's the heart of man reflects the man. Right? What is our heart saying to us? What are we doing in our hearts that is honoring and pleasing to God what are we doing in our daily lives in our walks because 
if God is cons- continuously and consistently going to pursue us and love us and, and give us a green pasture to rest or, or give us that living water and he, he gave us his only son die for us on the cross, then what are we doing? How are we reflecting that love? How are we reflecting that grace? How are we reflecting that mercy that he gave us? Because if we're not doing that as Christians, what are we doing? Or as believers in God or as followers of Jesus, if we're not reflecting those things, what are we doing? And when I think about about this idea, I was thinking about what's the definition of reflection. And give me a second because I got to... kind of gets you here but I want to want to define it and serious thought or consideration is what this one is talking about so when I read this verse and it's from Proverbs so there's always some serious thought and consideration that goes into this right but when I think about this what are we what are, what are our struggles in our lives for me this week has been working on anxiety and like going there and finding out where my place is in a new setting, in a new city, new routines. But where do I fit? Is it okay to be sitting in the back and not, not be up front in front of people? Is it okay to have to rely on other people? Am I hiding something in my heart? That I should be sharing with everybody. These are all things that we have to ask ourselves. And we have to continuously spend time in God's word. And think about it. Right? Because after he talks about this. And he talks about how we reflect. Right before this I should say. Not after. But right he says. Whoever tends a fig tree will eat its fruit. And he who guards his master will be honored. So in other words, are we tending our spiritual life? Are we in the verses? Are we in the scripture? Are we worshiping God wholeheartedly? Are we giving him everything we want? This weekend, we have the privilege of being part of this conference and listening to uh, Dr. Ronnie uh, Robbins. She made this comparison to Lazarus and coming out of the grave. And Lazarus was still bound in the in the the linen. And it made me think of this verse of Proverbs twenty seven nineteen in reflection, but it also made me think what is in our hearts that's holding us back? What is in our hearts that stops us living the life that we're called to live? Is it the fear of the unknown? Because in the next two years, I could be, I'm going to be somewhere other than the city of Chicago. I don't know where. And I have to be able to trust that God's going to put me in a spot where he needs me to be. Not necessarily where I want to be, but where he needs me to be. And it could be four, five, six years after that, we could be moving into another spot. 
but am I willing to go where he needs me to be? And what am I doing in my heart to take off whatever is holding me back, whatever is keeping me from fully giving in and giving over, giving everything to him, right? Part of that is learning where we stand in spiritual discipline. And for me, it's a matter of learning, Do when do we get into our Bibles? How often are we in our Bibles? Are we in a devotion? Are we listening to a sermon from somebody other than the pastor where we're at? At the church we attend. Because if it's me, I would think we'd want to hear from other pastors of the faith. Now we have to be careful of this, right? Because not everybody's going to preach from the word accurately. But we you can kind of tell who does. And when I think about this idea of man's heart as a re- reflex the man is on the outside we can look calm cool collected with it all together like we we got it all together right it's kind of this appearance that pastors give off in general right like you go to a church you look at the pastor and they always seem calm cool collected like they all have it all together right when in reality they struggle just like everybody else person does right Pastors have all the same feelings as a normal person does. They have all the same struggles as a normal person does. But they look like they have it together on a Sunday. So we assume they have it together all life. Or we look at our neighbor and see, well, they have everything they have the nice car, they have the nice house, they have the, the kids, the family, they always look happy. But we don't know what's going on on the inside. So when we look at our neighbors, like this verse is saying, you can kind of get an idea what's going on. Because if their heart is hardened against God, it's calloused. Or if they're hiding something in their heart and they're just not sure how to let go of it. As Christians, we should be willing, we should, A, Bill see that there's something wrong with the man because it should re- it should show up on the outside. I know for me, um, for a long time my anger showed on the outside, but that's because I wasn't able to forgive this stuff and let go of things, and my heart was hardened against anybody and everything, and it was hardened against God. And that's because of the stuff I dealt with growing up. That's because of the abuse I dealt with growing up. That's because of Whatever. But I learned through this last process of the therapy and and moving and, and the disorganization and the chaos that I have to be able to look at God. I have to be able to put Him first. I have to find ways to put Him where He needs to be. And that's first. And it's not always easy. And that doesn't mean I do it every day. Because uh, he knows I don't. But we need to find ways to put him first. We need to find times where we can do that. So when I think about this verse and I think about this whole idea of man's heart reflects the man. 
When you look at your neighbor, what do you see? Do you see a man that's living a godly life, is willing to help his neighbor out, is willing to give, give the shirt off his back if needed? Is he willing to whatever? Is he willing to walk with a person, talk to a person, listen to a person? Is he willing to help you out? But the better question is, what are you doing? Are you, is, what, what is your heart? What are you, what's holding you back from doing these things that we're supposed to do as Christians? That we're, we're supposed to help the person next to us, walk with them, talk with them, love with them, pray with them, proclaim the gospel of Jesus. Which is scary to some people. I love preaching the gospel. It's funny because if it hadn't been for the youth group, I don't know where I would be at. But I learned a lot about who I am too. And they could always tell when I was off. When they saw me, they all knew I was off. Because it didn't matter if I didn't have to tell them something was wrong. They all knew I wasn't right. My wife does the same thing. She can look at me and tell me something's off. So when I think about this verse, and I think about this idea of man's heart reflects the man is, what are we doing? What are we hiding in our hearts? What are you hiding in your heart? That is keeping you from having the relationship with God that he's calling us to have. That relationship that he is so pursuing us with that he's providing everything we need for him. What is callousing your heart? What is hardening your heart? What is wrapping your heart up so that you can't accept those things? And whatever you're doing, whatever your heart is, what do you look like on the outside? What are you, what are you, I guess I don't, not what do you look like on the outside, but what are you portraying to the people from the outside? What we could do in the morning, at night, whenever you get a chance, take a couple of minutes and go look look at yourself in the mirror spend some time staring at yourself in the mirror not to make yourself look good not to do your hair not to shave brush your teeth whatever just stand and ask yourself what you see and then write down a few things that you see do you see a person who is happy who feel who looks fulfilled who looks energetic or do you feel see a person that looks sad because that is what people are seeing. Now, that doesn't mean go look in the mirror in the morning and go, well, I look sad today, so I'm going to do whatever I can to make myself look happy. No. If you look sad and you're sad, ask yourself what's making you sad. What Ask, ask yourself what's stressing you out. Ask yourself what's got you riled up, what, whatever has got you aggravated or angry. And then go spend some time in prayer with God. And ask Him to take it from you. Because, like I said on the last episode, he gives us 
those places, those respites of rest, those places where we can relax, where we can sit in a pasture, where we can sit in the grass, where we can sit in a park, where we can sit in the sun and admire his beauty. Even here in Chicago, I'm looking out my window and yes, I have the busy street next to me, but then I have this in the middle of say this beautiful green place where we can go sit down, relax, read our Bibles. I can walk down the street and probably talk to anybody about Jesus. And when I look at the green pasture, like I purposely set my the space up so I could see this because when I look at it, I'm completely reminded of him making us lay down in a green pasture, making us rest beside still waters. And I'm constantly reminded by this of that psalm because then he's telling, it's, it's a reminder that he is giving us the rest that we need. He's still pursuing us. But this verse tells us we need to do some reflection in that pursuit. Because if we're not reflecting on our own lives and our relationship with Jesus, which is really what this is about, then how can we effectively do the ministry that God has called us to do, that Jesus has commanded us to do as his followers? How can we effectively talk and help the person next to us is if part of this relationship, we're not spending time in that reflection of where are we at in our relationship with God? And what are we doing when we reflect on that? What do we see and what are we doing about those things that we see that we know we need to work on in our relationship with God? Because that's really what's going on in this verse. It's not about working harder. It's about taking that time, that rest. Those times where he lays us down by the green pasture or lays us by the still waters. Take that time and reflect. Reflect on what he's doing good in your life and thank him for it. Reflect on what is troubling you in your life and give it to him. Reflect on what's going on in the world around us and pray for the people around us. Pray for the leaders. Pray for the people that are hurt by Hurricane Ida here in the United States or, or pray for the people in Afghanistan and the turmoil that's going on over there. Pray for your neighbor. Pray for your spouse. Pray for your kids. Pray for your family. But spend some time reflecting through all of that on your heart in your relationship with Jesus because we're always being refined we're always being something's always being pulled out of us something's always being pushed up to the surface but we need to reflect on it and if we can do that whew, man let me tell you what it's it's work but if we can spend that time reflecting and learning about ourselves and our relationship and how to better that relationship in that reflection, man, that gets me pumped up.
and it gives me pumped up that he gives us the opportunities to do it. But it's on us to seize those opportunities. So, Father God, thank you for the opportunities that you give us to rest and, and relax. Thank you for the opportunities, like I said in the last episode, where you pursue us consistently, constantly, and relentlessly for that relationship. And I just ask that whoever hears us, whoever is listening, that they take the time to reflect on what is going on in their heart that's holding them back from that relationship with you. And they reach out to somebody. So you guys need to, you guys can email me at surrender to Jesus Podcast at gmail.com. And we can set up a time and, and kind of figure things out if we have to do it that way. But I want you to take some time and reflect. Write it down in a journal, whatever you need to do, but spend some time. Because what's going on in your heart is affecting your relationships. Not just with us, but with Jesus.